Folks, we are back and better than ever. Jack, Tom, Tom, Jack, here on another edition of NBA Wednesday. What's up, Dad? What's up, man? Good to be back with you. Well, two-week vacation, huh? Was it two weeks? I think we took a week off. Just yeah. one week. Well, yeah, but it's a two two total weeks in Okay, between. all right, I see what you mean. Okay, all right. Math major. No, not actually. He's I, hate, I hate math. I he's, hate math. He's a smarter. He's, nope. he's a smart man. Not yeah, true. Smart man. Not true. Um, before we start, I want to give a shout out to camera person Kara for hitting the live button. Always appreciate the great camera help. Um, but anyways, folks, back and better than ever here on NBA Wednesday. Sorry that we were away last week, but we're back here today. We're going to be diving into the Boston Celtics because they're hot right now. Uh, whether or not the Phoenix Suns are actually this good, I mean... They're, they are really good right now. And then Tom and I will just share our quick Final Four predictions for Saturday because we got a lot of college hoops, folks. Anyways, Tom, how you been doing? Just want to hear a little little rundown. How's life been treating you? Life's been good. Just, you know, cruising. Weather's starting to get nice. We're in the middle of March Madness. NBA playoffs are right around the corner. I mean, it's a great time of year. The, the Masters is going to be starting yeah. here pretty soon. I mean, as a sports fan, it's like the, the golden month or the golden couple. It'd be like if Christmas was a whole month long. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I it's love pretty it. Pretty sweet. Um, well, that's good, man. That's great. Yeah, the weather's changing, which is always a good thing. Um, and one thing I do want to uh, also kind of highlight is um, that we're approaching summertime, and I love yeah. the summer. Yeah. There's nothing better than the summer, in my opinion. Nothing better. Nothing better. Anyways, uh, we'll dive into it. Want to first jump into the Boston Celtics because they are hotter than the sun right now. Yeah. Hotter than the Suns. Yeah. Get that? How oh, we, uh, like that? Um, oh, see what you did there. That's why I'm not in comedy. Um, but there's a little bit of a caveat to this, and it's that Robert Williams, their, I would say, defensive anchor. Well, we could probably get in a totally different conversation about who the defensive anchor is, either Robert Williams or Marcus Smart. But let's face it, in the post department and in the paint, he's a huge help, and he's going to be out up to, I believe, at the minimum three, maybe four weeks with a torn meniscus. There is some hope that there can be an operation done and he can play, but I want to hear from you, man. Does this, does this, are, if, this if you were a Celtics fan, would you be concerned? Yes and no. I think, I think they said second round he could be back. So, I mean, there is hope for you guys. Um, but I'm looking right here at like high rebounds per game, and Williams' name is in there consistently as I'm scrolling through. So, I mean, rebounds means extra possessions, more points preventing you know offensive rebounds from the other team i think this is a combination of offensive and defensive rebounds so i mean he's doing a lot for his team so it'll be interesting to see how they kind of close out the season i think it'll be interesting to watch closely um but it's also interesting too because it's like some guys are going to get some rest you know um so you like the last couple games i mean who knows how how hard they'll be going so it'll be interesting to see how they they enter the first round of playoffs what say you jack well obviously i would be concerned. I don't know how much I would be concerned. Um, I will say the one thing that I think has oddly enough come back to help them is that the trade of Daniel Tice, they initially traded him away to the Houston Rockets, get him back in a different deal. And I think that oddly enough, that is probably something they are so happy they did because of this situation right now. Because they really don't have, in my opinion, a whole lot of depth in the post department. I mean, if you look through their 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 roster, I mean, they've got a lot of guard-oriented guys. Yeah, you've got Al Horford, but I mean, let's face it, he's not the Al Horford of five or six years ago, right? You you go a little bit further down the list, and I mean, they don't have anybody that is taller than 6'10". 
outside of Luke Cornett. And I'm sorry, but Luke Cornett's not going to get it done for you, especially defensively. And I think that is what I do fear is that in the Eastern Conference, I feel like the amount of players that are, I don't want to say post-dominant, but, you know, paint-dominant, where they're just, a lot of their points are coming from the paint. You got Giannis, you know, Joel Embiid, even guys like James Harden, Kyrie Irving, whether or not they're post guy or not, players that can get in the paint, they're going to have to deal with somebody like Robert Williams at the end of the day. Just even if he's mm-hmm. not, even if he's blocking shots, just altering shots, the disruption that he brings. So that's going to be missed. But again, Daniel Tice, as much as I'm not a personal Daniel Tice fan, he fits the piece of this puzzle for the Celtics right now. He's a good enough, I would say, defender that you can switch out, which I know the Celtics are a very, very uh, switching team in terms of the pick and roll. Offensively, he hurts you. I know Robert Williams is not the greatest offensively either. So there's pros and cons. Yeah. I think they can survive, but I would say if they're going deep, it It depend, depends on Jason Tatum too. I mean, he's been playing absolutely phenomenal. Like, I'm looking back at these games, and it's just – High score, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, you know, 54 points, 44, 31, 21, 26, 32, 30. I mean, if he can keep rolling, I mean, that will be huge for them. I mean, he's, I don't know, he's going to be one, I think, will go down as one of the greatest basketball players ever. Yeah, I could see that eventually. I mean, not maybe not top three, but I mean. Yeah, like top 20, I mean, you know, a top 25. He's eerily guy. similar to Kobe. He reminds me of Kobe in the way he plays the game and his competitiveness. And he's a great player, man. His ability to score the ball. I love watching him play. Yeah. He's actually, if someone were to ask me, like, who's some of your favorite players to watch in the NBA, he would be up there on the list. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. Um, But I I do think that this is definitely a cause of concern, but at the same time, the Celtics are just rolling, dude. I mean, I've seen stats that since I think it was either the end of January or since All-Star break somewhere around there, they went like 22-3. and I mean, I know you've got their schedule pulled up, and I think that is a, 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 a check in their favor. Because they're peaking at the most opportune time right now, heading into playoffs. Yeah, it's interesting. They've, I mean, they've won a lot of like they played some bad teams of, as of late, and they've won those games pretty handily, which is what you want to see. And they've won some good games. I mean, you know, they beat Brooklyn. You know, beating um, they're beating a Golden State team, yeah. a Denver team. I mean, those are playoff teams. They're yeah, beating Utah. Yeah, Denver. I mean, one twenty four, one hundred four. So I mean, they're beating some of these teams by a, by a lot of points. So I mean, obviously the playoff playoffs come around and it's anybody's game at that point it turns to all out just a brawl going after the ball scoring defense it's all there yeah playoff basketball is totally different uh playoff basketball is a totally different monster but yeah i think that the celtics will be okay um uh, but all in all you know they definitely want to hope and pray that robert williams can get back sooner rather than later but i want to segue over into the suns now because they are i'm sorry for doing this but they are hotter than the sun right now um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. If I did not do that, it was going to bother me. Um, but if you look at the standing, the reason why I wanted to talk about the Suns and just how good they are is because if you look at the standings right now, the Suns are leaps and bounds the best team right now in the NBA record-wise. They're 61-14, they're 30-6, and and a little fun fact to share with everybody, they are four wins shy of tying the record for most road wins in an NBA season and it's by the Golden State Warriors. They went 34 and 7 in 2015-2016. So, and and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is actually one of the years I'm going to double check that. That was one of the years that the Warriors won their championships, but that is something that I know we talk about a lot, Tom. If you can win on the road, 
you're going to be fine in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if you can steal a one, even just one win on the road in the playoffs, you're 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 set. And if you can win two, I mean, you're dangerous. Um, so if they can pull that off, um, which I think they will, I think they're a solid team. I think they're going to be really hard to beat. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a little Milwaukee Phoenix rematch. Now that would be interesting. And honestly, you know, people can say whatever about the Bucks right now. Last year, they were in the same situation, in my opinion. And again, last year, the Suns, one of the if they weren't the number one team, I think the Jazz were the number one team, but they, they were number two. Not every time. I actually saw a, a, a fact the other day. I can't remember exactly how many years it went back, but if you go back at least the last three years, the team with the number one record does not win the finals. And actually, I think a couple of those years, the Bucks were one of those teams where they were number one in the, in the NBA in, 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 in uh, records. And they lose. It does. I don't think that how you play for eighty percent of the first part of the regular season, if you can just stay steady, it can carry over to the playoffs. But I want to ask from you: Do you think that this Suns team is this good, or are we just seeing a tremendous regular season from them? And you know, maybe they run into a wall come Western Conference Finals. I I think they're going to be all right. I think they just play so well together. Devin Booker is absolutely insane. Um, I mean, Aiton's a machine. Like, once again, I'm going back to high rebounds lately. I mean, like, from March 18th uh, to the current, it's Aiton with 12 rebounds, 10, 14, 7, and 12. I mean, the oh, guy's he's a, he's a machine. Yeah. I just, I just don't know who's really going to stop him. I mean, with Curry kind of being out, I mean, how long is he out for? I'm not sure on his... Uh, Steph Curry, I think he, he should be coming back somewhat soon, or relatively soon, so, I feel. He's been out for a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. The West is it's an interesting place to be playing in right now. Well, it's interesting because then you also look at, like, a team like Memphis, right? I mean, they're right behind Phoenix, obviously a couple games behind Phoenix. But, you know, I, I just, I do think that this Phoenix team is as good as their record says, you know, what their record shows. You know, 61-14, and 14, I mean, that's nothing to, you know, ignore. But at the same time, we have seen many times before where the team that is scorching hot and everyone's like, wow, they're on a roll, they wind up losing in the Western Conference or Eastern Conference Finals. They run into, you know, the NBA Finals and they lose. I actually looked up the 2015-2016 season. That was the year that the Cavaliers won it against the Warriors. So right then and there, obviously you see another situation where a team with a great road record, a great regular season record, can't win the NBA Finals. At the end of the day, it's just a matter of playing the best basketball at the right time. And I do wonder if the Suns are playing the best basketball, maybe not at the best time, though. Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. I think I think that relates a lot more to college, but definitely in the NBA as well a bit. Um, but I, I think if they get Chris Paul back, I mean, I think they're going to be fine. I, I really think that they'll just keep on gliding. Um, but who knows? Crazier things have happened. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I think Chris Paul, I mean, you just noticed that when he joined the Suns, it's just a complete shift. Um, he just gives so many guys confidence. He's such a leader. Um, and he just he's a winner. I mean, look, remember when he was in OKC, he, the dude just knows how to win. He might not win the championship. He hasn't, I don't think he's won, he hasn't won one yet. He's never won one yet. So, I mean, that, that sucks for him. But, yeah. but I mean, he, he has a winning mentality, and he's proven it over and over again. Yeah, I think I think that they'll definitely do a lot of damage. Um, I will ask you this question before we give our quick final four predictions, and then I go enjoy a nice dinner because I am starving. Um, they the Suns have about seven, eight games left. They have sixty-one wins, if I'm not mistaken, of what I said. 
Do they finish with more or less than 65 wins, Tom? Ah, let me pull up the let me look at the schedule real quick. Oh, wait, I actually have that right here for you there, partner. Here you go. You got Warriors, Grizzlies, Thunder, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, and the Kings. So kind of an iffy schedule there. Well, we know they're going to beat the Lakers 100 for 100% sure sureness. Sureness award. Sureness? I mean, it is now. I just made it the word. You just turned it into a Sorry, word. Sorry, the Lakers are making my head go crazy. I can't speak. <laughs> the Los Angeles losers, as you put it today. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to be under. Under? All right. I'm going to just counter that and say over. I'm hitting the over. Hammer oh, that dang. Over. I don't want to be the guy betting the under. It's all right. I had to, I had to, I had to counter I that to you just so there was a little bit of you know friction here. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll give our quick final four predictions, and then we'll get on out of here. As always, this will be coming up uh, right after this ends, and then obviously the audio will be going up a little bit later for you all to enjoy tomorrow. Uh, Tom, we've got Nova, Kansas, UNC, and Duke, which <laughs> go figure. First yeah. time they've ever met up in the tournament. Un- and oddly enough, it's the same year that it's the last season of Coach K's run, so... We can discuss that at another date, but I want to hear which matchup are you more intrigued by and who do you have advancing to the championship? Okay, so I'm most intrigued, obviously, by UNC Duke. Yeah, how could, how could you not be? Really question. wish Roy Williams was still coaching. That would be... That imagine would be if they were both retiring at the same time. Or imagine if it was actually the championship think, game, how think, crazy that would be. I think social media would explode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is really honestly like a movie still. Like, I mean, True. Final Four, Duke-UNC, I mean, what more could you ask for? Um, but, dude, I think... UNC's playing really well. They are. They that, are. That, oh, what's that one dude's name? The beard. I forget his name. Um, he's he's balling. But anyway. Baycott? I think so, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's who you're talking about. Oh, no. Oh, that, Brady Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady yeah, Manning yeah, 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 yeah. from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's going to well. be a killer game. But I think Duke's going to pull that out. And then from Villanova and Kansas, I think Villanova. And then from there, I think Villanova's winning the whole thing. There's just something. Jay Wright's just a winner. He does. I, he he's obviously like a, an all-time great coach, but for some reason, he just seems like he's kind of like gets pushed to the side sometimes. But it's like when you look at like how many uh, championships he's won, it's quite he's a few. the Mark Few of the East Coast. Yeah, but he he wins uh, final he fours. Wins finals, <laughs> finals he makes There's, the finals four. <laughs> but he's made he's made a school like Villanova that's not in a Power Five conference like Gonzaga relevant, and he's yeah. made them like okay, we can't just bat an eye at them and be like, okay, whatever. Um, anywho, yeah, Duke and UNC is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I, what I've been so impressed with Duke is that they do such a good job at playing in a deficit and winning still. I mean, there's been numerous times, or maybe not numerous times, but a couple times in the in the tournament this year that they have, they've, they've had to play with a deficit. They've played from coming behind. And UNC has been playing out of control lately. And I don't want to use the whole revenge thing, yada, yada, yada. But you know, back in those players' minds, they've got that on their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're, 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 you'd be lying if you didn't say, you know, Paolo Bancaro was not thinking about revenge and, you know, getting even with UNC, right? I know that he's going to leave after this year. We all know that. But he wants to leave his mark in, you know, Duke lore and in mm-hmm. college basketball. So I'm going to go with Duke. And I, I hate to... You know, I just didn't think that Kansas had it this year. I'm not going to lie. Like, Kansas is a team, they, they, they reminded me of how Baylor has been in previous years outside of last year where you're coming to the tournament, like, ready to pick Baylor, ready to go with Kansas, and then they lose to some team that they should have yeah. in the second round. So I didn't think that Kansas was anything special. Um, I know that Villanova is, out, is without their second-best player. I will say, though, Villanova is a 
pretty good free throw shooting team, of my understanding. And it, like you said, number one. I think they're number one. Yeah, I think at eighty eight something, eighty eight point three. No, it's probably it's probably eighty three. Eighty three, somewhere around there. I mean, they're a great free throw shooting team, and I think down the stretch of this tournament, that's what makes and breaks you is free throws. So I'm going to go with Nova, and I'm going to actually go with Duke winning it all. I think that Coach K is going to win, win it. I really do. I think there's just something weirdly magical about this year. Um, just the scenario with it being Coach K's final season, everything's just kind of culminating for a Duke t- title. That's just how I'm going to go. I, I wouldn't be mad if it happens because, you know, five, ten years from now, we're going to have a killer ESPN 3 for 30 that what comes out. What if I told you? <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it either. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for today, folks. Uh, Tom, last words, any final fun jokes or like maybe a little like, I don't know. Fun fact for the folks at home? Oh, fun fact. I don't know if I have any fun facts. That's your department. That is my department. But, I mean, I, you, I, I have no mind <laughs> passing it. I, 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 I pass the ball every now and again when I play basketball. Um, but, yeah, it's been a blast. It's been fun. And we've got some NBA basketball to watch. Yeah, today. yeah. Some just really good stuff. Stay tuned. A lot of exciting sports. Jack will be putting out a lot of great content the next coming week. So get ready for it. Buckle up and let's ride. Absolutely. Until next time, as always, clap it up. Another great show. We'll see you guys next week.